You are Locked On Lions, your daily Detroit Lions podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, everybody, it's a Friday edition of Locked On Lions. Welcome in on the Locked On Podcast Network. Friday, February 26th, and the weekend, and Saturday, February 27th. Matt Derry with you. Thank you for listening and joining us today on the program today. A crazy mock draft that got some solid feedback from you on the Twitter feed uh, at Derry Speaks today, D E R Y Speaks. We're also on Twitter at Locked On Lions, but um, a lot to uncover and unpeel. When you hear what Daniel Jeremiah from uh, NFL.com and um, Colin Cowherd from Fox uh, have to say about what the Lions could do at number seven if certain quarterbacks are available. And we want to get into that today on the show. Also, uh, Justin Rogers from the Detroit News was on the Pride of Detroit podcast this week and sort of reiterated something that I have heard as well about that number seven pick. We'll talk about that. Also, Sean McVay speaks and actually eats a little bit of humble pie in regards to his relationship with Jared Goff. i got to give Sean McVay some credit. He took the high road. We'll explain coming up today on Locked On Lions. Again, thank you for listening and joining us. If you listen on Apple uh, iTunes, leave us a five-star review if you like the show. Hop on there and do a review if you hate the show, whatever. I've, I've, I've settled down a little bit. Many people have said I've been too negative. Over the last few months, and some people have said I'm I'm a homer. So wherever you lie in the middle, maybe, or or if you think I'm a homer, you think I'm a hater, uh, leave a review on uh, iTunes and uh, let us know what you think of the show. We appreciate you uh, listening uh, today. All right, I got to play you this audio. So yesterday on Fox Sports One and Fox Sports Radio, Colin Cowherd, the herd, uh, noon to three, I believe, Eastern each day. Had on uh, Move the Sticks, as they call him, Daniel Jeremiah, former NFL scout, now with the NFL Network, NFL.com, does the Chargers games on the radio as the color analyst. Daniel Jeremiah, who's who's a pretty good authority on these college prospects, and we went over his top 100 earlier in the week and everything else. They were going through a mock draft, and they're basically going back and forth on picks. So Jeremiah would do the odd numbers, so one, three, five, seven, nine, whatever, and Cowherd would do two, four, six, eight. They're having some fun with a mock draft. Remember, the draft, they were getting close to about a month away from the draft. We've got free agency coming up next month as well before the draft. So these guys are going through the mock draft, and just to give you some, some insight on where they are on the draft, um, before they get to the Lions pick. Let's let's do that. So I'll make sure I have this right. So uh, in their mock draft, again, Colin and DJ's mock draft, they called it. They had Trevor Lawrence going number one to the Jaguars. No surprise. Cowherd picked Kyle Pitts for the Jets at number two. The tight end, number two. Jamar Chase to the Dolphins at number three, the wide receiver. Atlanta at four, taking Micah Parsons, the linebacker, so he would be be off the board for the Lions. Rashawn Slater, the big tackle from Northwestern, would go five. Jalen Waddell, the wide receiver from um, Alabama, would go six. So guys like Panay Sewell, uh, Devontae Smith, Zach Wilson, um, Justin Fields would all be there at number seven for Detroit. Here is 
Daniel Jeremiah making the Detroit pick. This courtesy of Fox Sports 1. The Detroit Lions, DJ. Who are they taking? Oh, my gosh, Joy. I mean, I... I have it written down here. I'm, I'm looking at Farley, the, the corner, who I think is the best corner. You've got tackle there in Panay Sewell, who's really interesting. I like Jared Goff. I know they just, you know, made that move. I'm not passing Zach Wilson if he falls to me right oh, here. I, I know I've got Jared Goff. I'm the taking hell? Zach Wilson here oh. with the Detroit Lions. Oh, my God. You just, oh, poor Dan Campbell. He, he admitted he had limited he's brain capacity. He's got a six-year contract. He's got all kinds of time for this thing. Well, he's got limited brain capacity, according to Dan Campbell. He said it yesterday. Now you created a quarterback controversy. I, and, and I just call Chicago or Washington, and I trade golf, and I get an extra pick for it. And off we go. Oh, boy. Oh, Lord. And that audio, again, courtesy of Fox Sports 1 there. The guy's going back and forth. Daniel Jeremiah basically saying, look, he can't believe that Zach Wilson would be on the board for the Lions at number 7 out of BYU, you heard Colin kind of say, what are you doing with a quarterback controversy? And and, and basically um, what Jeremiah is saying is take the kid and, you know, maybe even trade him or or whatever else. I think if the Lions get to number seven and Zach Wilson is on the board, I'd be stunned, stunned if the Lions made that pick. The Lions will trade out of that pick fast, and they will get so many teams, so many teams to line up whether it's Carolina, whether it's Denver, whether it's San Francisco, Pittsburgh, whomever. They will have so many teams lining up to try to get Zach Wilson at number 7 that there's no way the Lions would pick at number 7. Now, unless unless Brad Holmes and his scouting staff believe that Panay Sewell or somebody like that is so good and you can't pass up on a right tackle like that, that they would take him at number 7. But to me... You got to build your team from inside out. And one thing that Bob Quinn actually didn't do that poorly of a job of was drafting offensive linemen. Taylor Decker has turned out to be pretty good. Frank Ragnow's a pro bowler. Jonah Jackson was a really nice pick last year and will be at left guard, I think, for many years to come. They can move him back to the right side. Uh, Tyrell Crosby was a decent mid to late round pick. Logan Stenberg, we don't know yet, but he's still on the team. Maybe he'll get a chance for the right guard spot this year. But as far as drafting offensive linemen, um, that actually wasn't something that Quinn did that poorly. But to me, if if Panay Sewell, the big tackle, is there at seven, you take him. You take linemen. You got to win up front on both sides of the ball. And there's no dominant D tackles or defensive ends or edges I don't think this early in this draft, but Sewell is a pretty darn good player. But do I think the Lions are going to take the Zach attack at number seven? I don't. I see what Jeremiah is basically saying is, you know, they're not trading Jared Goff, by the way. I don't agree with with what Daniel is saying there. Um, unless, I don't think the Lions, and we'll get into this with the Justin Rogers uh, thing in a minute, I don't think the Lions are taking a quarterback anyway. But if they want to draft for somebody, and you know more, that's more that more happens more in the NBA than anything else. But I think if the Lions were at seven and Zach Wilson from BYU and Justin Fields from Ohio State were both there, the Lions aren't taking Trey Lance. They're not. But if Fields and Wilson are there, the Lions are going to need to take all of that time to make a trade and trade out of that. And as we talked about yesterday with the Mel Kiper mock draft, the Lions traded out of seven. 
So the Niners can move up to draft Justin Fields, and the Lions got 12 and 43 in a first-rounder next year, and that would be fantastic. This thing is a rebuild. Uh, bet online, the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your sports action. Want to put on a bunch of NBA games over the weekend. you got college basketball. Michigan, Michigan State, they can be playing three times in the next week and a half, two weeks, based on the Big Ten tournament. If that's the case, you're going to want to bet on that action. And the place to go to do it is betonline.ag. All right? Football might be done, but you got the NBA. you got college hoops. you got the NHL. All in full swing. Bet online, it's great. All right, you go to the website or use your mobile device, sign up today, and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use the promo code LOCKEDON. That's L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N. BetOnline uh, even covers awards, TV shows, and reality TV. Real-time updated odds and props on almost anything you can imagine. You know, I love that reality TV show they got down in Lakeland where the, uh, the, the former first baseman wants to come back and play first base. That's reality TV. BetOnline.ag. Go to the website. Receive your 50% welcome bonus when you put in the promo code LOCKEDON. BetOnline, your online sportsbook expert. All right, Matt Derry with you on a Friday, special Friday edition of Locked On Lions right here on the Locked On Podcast Network. Hope everybody is doing well on this Friday. Uh, our friends at Pride of Detroit uh, also do a podcast, a Lions podcast, and they had Justin Rogers from the Detroit News on this week as a guest. And Justin, if you read his article earlier this week, he watched three full games, uh, nine full games, three games from this year, three games from last year, and three games from three years ago of Jared Goff's to look at his strengths, his weaknesses, etc. And so on Wednesday, uh, Justin was on with Jeremy and the crew from Pride of Detroit, and one thing that Jeremy or Justin said, which I am in agreement on, and I want to kind of reiterate, is that he also believes, Justin does, and I've heard the same thing, that the Lions will not, N-O-T, not think, uh, he, he, will, he does not think the Lions will target a quarterback at number seven. And that if quarterbacks are there, they'll, they'll trade out of it, or they won't even take one. To me... Teams move up to take quarterbacks. Teams are desperate for quarterbacks, whether it's, like I said before, Washington, Denver, Carolina, New Orleans, uh, Pittsburgh, whomever, San Francisco. So the Lions can get out of number seven, trade back, and accumulate picks and get more players. They're going to need quantity and quality in this upcoming draft. But Justin said something very interesting um, on the pod when they were talking to him about um, the uh, quarterback situation. And Justin said on golf, I look at the situation, I look at the assets they paid, I listen to the words that Dan Campbell told me about how he wants to build a roster. There didn't seem to be, be, be much ambiguity therein, not wanting to force getting a quarterback. Justin went on to say, quote, mind you, this was the morning of the Matthew Stafford being traded, so things might change, but I don't see it at seven. End quote. Um... This is important because I think fans would love nothing more than a quarterback controversy or one of these QBs to be taken by Detroit and stashed for a year to see what Goff does. And see, last year, Bob Quinn screwed up by taking a cornerback who made no impact in in his first year. Look, Jeffrey Okuda might be a great player down the road. But at least for this year when they were going for it, when Quinn was drafting for his job, when Patricia was coaching for his job, They drafted the wrong guy at number three, at least for this year. 
in Jeff Okuda. It was a disaster. He didn't play well. He got hurt. He was out for the year, whatever. But they also passed on Tua, who had a decent first run. But they passed on Justin Herbert, who was absolutely special. And when you have a scouting department and you got college scouts and Blesto scouts and all these scouts that go out and, and watch college games and go to the games in person, and I know this past year is a little bit different because of COVID, but the Lions had scouts at Herbert's games. And yet he went, you know, they bypassed him and Herbert went number six to the Chargers to a number five. And the Lions took a cornerback and also didn't trade out of that. If I'm Detroit, I leak out to the Schefters of the world, the Albert Breers and the uh, rap sheets. I leak out. We're going to work out Zach Wilson. We're going to work out Justin Fields. We're going to take the best player available, and if that's a quarterback, we're doing it. That way you have other teams thinking they might do it. They might pull the trigger, take a guy, and stash him for a year. Zach Wilson, fine. You're going to hold a clipboard and watch Jared Goff for a full year. So you got to put that almost out there, I don't think that wouldn't be a bad idea if you were the Lions because you've got to get something at seven of quality, even if it's not a player, but it's a trade down and, 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 and leverage. Last year, Bob Quinn handled number three so poorly. But Justin Rogers is hearing what I'm hearing from my sources as well. They're not going to take a QB at seven. But just because I say it doesn't mean the Lions can't plant in other places. That is, that's my point. But this is such a huge draft for the Lions. But again, this is not a team trying to win right away. And, you know, I, I like what Colin Cowherd said. He goes, you're going to have a quarterback controversy in the first year. And Jeremiah responded, he's got a six-year deal. Dan Campbell's not going anywhere. If the Lions go 1-15 this year, so What? Unless Dan Campbell really Fs up and you can tell that he's overmatched and in over his head and has no idea what he's doing when it comes to play calling, the red challenge flag, timeouts, whatever. Then if they go 1-15, it's because they don't have players. you got to have talent. There's no guarantees Kenny Galladay's going to be back. We're sitting here on day three or four now of the, um, the franchise tag period. We haven't heard anything out of Allen Park on what the Lions are going to do. It's okay to lose this year. The expectations are low. And if Russell Wilson gets traded to the Bears, forget it. The Lions won't win a division game if he gets traded to the Bears. If the Bears go with Nick Foles or ride with a rookie, I, I, who knows? The Lions might beat them. But they're not. the Lions, as they are built right this second, aren't beating Green Bay or Minnesota. I don't think that's happening at all. Tell you what else is not happening. I'm not going to the store to buy auto parts. I'm going to go to rockauto.com. Rockauto, R-O-C-K, auto.com is the best. It's the best. Best place to go to get your auto parts and whatever you need at legitimately low prices. All right? Rockauto.com is a family business serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. You go to the website. You shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. They got everything from engine control modules, brake parts, to tail lamps, motor oil, even new carpet. Whether it's for your classic or daily driver, you get everything you need in a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door. 
The rockauto.com catalog is unique and remarkably easy to navigate, folks. Just go there right now. It is fantastic. All right? Very, very easy to navigate, and it works out well, and the prices are reliably low. And the same for professionals and do-it-yourselfers. Why spend up to twice as much for the same parts? Go to rockauto.com right now. See all the parts available for your car or truck. Write locked on in their how did you hear about us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need at rockauto.com, baby. All right, Matt Derry, uh, back with you. Uh, my wife is vacuuming. Can you hear that upstairs? My wife is vacuuming. It's a Friday, and uh, she is the greatest, the greatest. Um, okay, Sean, uh, oh, geez, Sean McVeigh speaks. Talked to ESPN's Lindsay Theory, or Thury, I don't know how to pronounce her name, T-H-I-R-Y, um, about the divorce between Jared Goff and Sean in L.A. with the Rams. And McVeigh took the high road. Everybody talked about how McVeigh was done with Goff. McVeigh didn't want Goff anymore. McVeigh made the move to go get Matthew Stafford and basically discarded Jared Goff, benched Jared Goff at the end of the last season. And um, now, basically, what he told Lindsay Theory of ESPN is that, you know, a lot of the blame needs to go on himself, McVeigh. Quote, well, I think it's important to make sure that at least I want to mention is the amount of good things and really great leadership that Jared provided since I got here as head coach. So what I'd rather focus on are the things that I think he did a great job of, establishing himself in this league, the way he handled himself consistently day in and day out. And all I can do is just be appreciative of that. That's kind of what I would say on Jared, McVeigh uh, continued. That's Jared. Quote, you pride yourself in those types of things. And I think I could have been much better about those real-time communications. And I'm not going to make any excuses about it. There's a lot of things, even some of the decision-making in games. Are you consistently putting him in the right positions to be successful? And so, as a coach, as a leader, it's my job to make try to make situations and people that you're around better. And there were certainly some moments that I know I could have done better, really, for our team and Jared in particular. End quote. Wow. So, there's Sean McVay. Cool Sean. Calm and collected Sean. Sunglasses Sean. You know... Young stud Sean, Hollywood Sean. There's him stepping up and basically saying, put some of the blame on me as to why Jared Goff's game went downhill the last two years. Now, remember, they won a playoff game last year with Goff. Um, they, were at the, they were in the Super Bowl the year before with Goff. Um, not that he had played all that well over the last two years, and his you know, passer rating and everything else, you could see the dip that went down from a couple of years ago. But I like the fact that this coach is basically owning this. He didn't have to do this interview. He didn't have to say that. He could have also played the blame both of us card, but he didn't. He said, I needed to put him in more successful positions and situations, and I could have done better. Rarely do you get that in the NFL in a professional sport. So I appreciate that about Sean McVay. 
Friday edition of Locked On Lions. Folks, have a great weekend. We'll be back with you next week right here on the Locked On Podcast Network.